being conscious. Remember when I said you got to become the overseer? Become the overseer of your stature and then consciously fix that stature. That's a small habit. Focusing on waking up the time you said you're going to wake up. To some people, it seems like it's a big habit. If waking up is like a big change for you because it's been a mountain, maybe let's try starting with going to sleep on time. So I found out that I didn't have trouble waking up at five. I had trouble like organizing myself to go to sleep at nine. So I want you to hear that one. I didn't have an issue of waking up early. I had the issue of going to sleep late. So sometimes we have to do the complete opposite of what we're trying to do in order to get there. What I mean by that is, instead of trying to wake up on time, try to go to sleep on time. Don't try, but do go to sleep on time. Then you automatically see yourself getting in that new routine. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Or tune in live every Monday at 12 p.m. by visiting FAURradio.com. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Ed Talks Daily Podcast. So I decided to convert one of my workshops, well, shorten it out to 20 minutes and make it a podcast. And this is normally known as building constructive habits. So yesterday, well, the last episode, we always touch on habits because it's such a pivotal part of everything, right? Habits rule the world or does the world rule habits? So we're going to be talking about how to build constructive habits, the proven steps to building them and some tips and techniques to improve productivity in your personal and work life. So if you haven't done so already, share this video with somebody, you know, it might be useful to them or not. Share the video. So like and share if you're just now tuning in. So the first thing we want to talk about is what exactly are habits? My definition of habits are the things that you do so effortlessly that they become automatic so that it saves your brain energy so you can consciously create other things and other experiences in the world. Is that the scientific definition of a habit? I don't think so. But this is what I came up with to simplify it. So the things that you do so effortlessly that becomes automatic so it can save your brain energy. The things you do so effortlessly, effortlessly to save your brain energy. Think about if every time you had to do something, you kind of had to literally do it uh, consciously. 
it's not a bad thing but if you had to do everything and put super conscious energy into it behind it what would happen is you would find yourself doing too much you'd find yourself overwhelmed so what habits are they're not this negative thing that stops us from achieving what we want they're actually these things that diminishes our um that diminishes the amount of time we have to spend on doing things so if you have the wrong habits all you have to do is start to build the right habits and then you won't have any issue so first let's talk about the philosophy the philosophy of building constructive habits there's a popular saying that says don't ask what this is going to do for me right now but ask what is this going to how is this going to affect my philosophy so if every time we did something we literally taught behind if we literally taught about the mindset behind the action we would be more conscious in uh doing that action so the philosophy of building constructive habits is the underlying why right so let's say you you have a philosophy that you only live once somebody said i only live once so i get to eat what i want is that a can i say that that's not true well yeah you only live once get to eat the best quality of foods not like you only live once so let me eat whatever it's like i only live once so let me eat the best you see how that philosophy is more empowering rather than a limiting philosophy So we all have different philosophies about our lives and the way it should be. Not everybody call it a philosophy. I've actually adopted the coin term from Jim Rohn um because when we philosophize about things, we give our perspective and we draw out from facts and from experience and from knowledge and we come up with a thing of how we see it. So a philosophy is like a perception, but it's more like the way you think. right so the way you think is very important because that's going to be the underlying reason why you build these habits to begin with so a lot of times we just say i got to do this i got to do this but we don't think about how we think about the doing of this so that's the first thing that i want you to take into consideration is the thinking behind the doing that's the philosophy behind the actual action So I hope that makes sense for you. So let's go back and review some of our philosophies that we have about life. Whether it's personal, physical, emotional, just the structure of your life, think about your philosophies. How about morning, waking up early in the morning? What's your philosophy about waking up? Is it like I'm not a morning person? Is it like I'm a night person? Is it like what is your philosophy? I want you to really get those down because that's going to be the starting point for you to see why your habits are the way they are based on your philosophy or other way other other word based on your perception and your idea of how things should be or should not be all right so like i said this is a shortened version of a 1 hour long workshop so that's the philosophy of building constructive habits and to do that we have to start to become an overseer of our thoughts an overseer of our lives. Let's do an exercise where 
literally think that you came outside of you, right? You, you literally, your spirit came outside your body and you started to look at yourself and what you're doing. So that's the overseer perspective. Overseer is like, I'm going to get over, I'm going to be the bigger person. I'm going to get outside of me to see what's going on. Sometimes what we do is we stand under our limiting beliefs and we call it understanding. I, I want you to hear that one. We stand under our limiting beliefs and we call it understanding. And rather than oversee our beliefs and be wise. So when we stand under limiting beliefs and call it understanding, we're limiting ourselves to our present perception. When we oversee by stepping outside and looking in, we become more wise because we're, we're utilizing our God-like abilities to see and reflect. So that's why they say you have the angel on your right shoulder or you have something looking up at you to ensure that you're doing right by the laws. And by laws, I mean you're doing right by the natural way of being. So we want to become an overseer of our thoughts so that way we can reverse engineer to see what is causing the habits that we're having. So literally, I want you to ask yourself the question, what am I thinking right now? We're going to start with that one question. What am I thinking? And if you're not talking like I am, then you must be thinking about something. So ask yourself, what's going on right now? So what am I thinking? How am I feeling? and what's going on. So that's the overseeing perspective. So first we talked about habits, supposed to make your life easier, not harder. We talked about the philosophy, the underlying reason why you even have those habits. And then we talked about becoming the overseer of your thoughts so you can recognize your habits. So it's all about the conscious. So habits is about not having to be conscious to do certain things, but being conscious enough to build the habits so you don't have to be conscious to do certain things. So it's consciously being unconscious, and I hope that didn't confuse you. What I mean by that is you build the habits so they build you. You don't ignore the habits and ignore you. You build the right habits to build you, and then you see your habits continuously building the type of life you have. So that's why we do the self-work so that the work will work on ourselves. I hope you kind of get that one. So first you do the self-work, then the work works on you. So when we want to build a new habit, remember three things. And this is based on scientific study. I didn't make it up. Uh, based on a lot of other psychological concepts, they talk about the cue routine and a reward. They say that you need something to cue you to do something, something to reward you when you do it, and a routine that actually causes the end result. So the routine is important, but the cue is literally the thing that gets the ball rolling. So if you heard the inertia, that's what pushes the ball down the hill or what pushes it uphill, right? So we wanna start with the cue. So we wanna have something to almost remind you of what to do. Start with a cue and have something to remind you of what to do. That can be, for instance, you want to go to the gym in the morning, have your shoes right in front of the bed and have your clothes right there. 
I say you want to put sticky note reminders everywhere that you can to remind you to do certain things. It's almost like you're, you're literally programming yourself so that way you could program your life. I, okay, let's think about a computer. The computer is full of hardware. We're not going to go too deep into this, but the computer has hardware. That's the physical hardware, which is the different parts of the computer. But unless the software is programmed with a software like Linux, uh, Windows, or one of the Apple operating system, unless there's an OS, an operating system, there isn't, you can't run any applications. So when you're programming yourself, what you're doing is you're building an operating system, right? So that way you can run and apply all the things you want. So we start with the OS and then we are able to now create new things, right? So think of it that way. So first the philosophy is like the building block of the OS, which means the way you see things, the way you view things, what you say about how things should be like, that's going to be the, the foundation. And then from that foundation, from the philosophy, then you have to start to notice and pinpoint what you actually do. That's why you become an overseer. So now you can consciously set your philosophy and then now you see, is my actions meeting up to that? So that's why you oversee it. But then now when you start to see what you don't want, now it's time to create what you do want. Somebody asks, how do you do that? Well, let's start with a cue, then followed by a routine and then the reward. How about the cue of an alarm clock? Somebody said, I've tried to use that for over 10 years and it has not worked for me because I found that I developed a habit of actually ignoring the alarm clock. So I'm actually cued to wake up later than earlier. So this can actually happen where originally your cue that was supposed to set you up for success is not successful anymore because the actions led to disappointment and disappointment over time becomes a new habit. So even when the alarm clock runs and rings, instead of getting up and uh, following it like I did this morning, you develop the habit of ignoring the alarm clock, right? So that can actually happen. So you have to be aware of that. So that means that you probably need to change um, the alarm clock somehow you need to, uh, like I, one suggestion I give is put it far away. So you have to get up and do something with it or start priming yourself to not even have to use an alarm clock. The thing is your body has a natural body clock and the way you build that is by having a consistent routine. And then the cue becomes the time. And you can believe, like, don't, I, I want you to believe that the, the cue, this is the truth here. If you go to sleep at nine and wake up at five consecutively for seven days, I want you to try seven days. The eighth day, I promise you, you're probably going to wake up around that time. Now, if you do it for 21 days, it'll probably be more to stick on more. 60, 90 days, it'll just stick a lot more. So it's... It's about how long you're going to do it for. So your body has a clock 
our body has a clock and it literally can wake you up at the time that you want to be woke up at but what happened is the clock has to be recalibrated after it's been out of whack if you can hear my voice you're tuning in to the ed talks daily personal development and motivation podcast and i want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review thank you hello there powerful beings let me ask you a question are you rising up in the frenzy tired sluggish and your days are just a blur you, you're not sure what's going on you don't have the energy you don't have the vitality you don't even know how you're even going through these days listen i know the struggle that's why i created this zoom meeting aka mini retreat in your house called rise and prime rise and prime is one of the best ways to start your day with a rising routine that includes mindful movement, personal development, mental health check-in, and powerful affirmations. So it's basically like taking a spiritual shower every single day you rise up. All you got to do is click the link in the description or simply go to Rise and Prime and you'll be able to see how it's spelled out below. You don't want to miss this. You want to join a community of wellness seekers and entrepreneurs who are healing through holistic health practices such as medical qigong, such as breathing and affirmations and learning how to take a holistic paradigm to life. So once again, this class is every single day at 7 a.m. Eastern on Zoom, but you can join for free on Monday and Friday. All you have to do is very easy. Just click the link below, click join Rise and Prime, and you'll be able to tap in. I'll see you on Monday or Friday. All right. Don't miss out. I'm going to be there live in action with you. And if you want to do the work, if you want to meet me, if you want to actually do the work, come through Monday and Friday. Click the link below and join us. Peace. So that's why I say when you get off routine, you need to have a recalibration process. So kind of like re re uh fixing yourself right like almost like a repriming or pruning sometimes you got to cut off the dead leaves so that you can grow your tree so that's the recalibration process so if you have trouble with your alarm clock you might need to get rid of it and change it and bring a new way of waking up and that's for you to think of and find out all right so there's multiple ways to start okay so that's consciously building habits like i said this is a full workshop i'm just skimming through it you have to start to look at your scripts because there's also a a um what i would say a clash between what you consciously want to do and what you've always done somebody said i'm really 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 trying to change but I'm like having a lag time. I don't understand why I keep going back this way. I tried it over and over and over, but it still doesn't seem to work. No matter how hard I try, I always get back to the same thing. What's wrong with me? Maybe that's not the right question. The question is, what script is repeating in your life? So there are these things called scripts. I call them subconscious scripts. And what those are is, those are 
subconscious rules that you've that you literally uh extracted from the experience of life or subconscious memories that repeats in your life based on other things that happened and what those scripts are they're really deeply embedded into our philosophy and and a lot of times we try to work on the mindset right so look think of an iceberg right the iceberg is underneath the water right below like below 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 the surface sub is the subconscious and then way deeper is the unconscious on on top of the water you got the conscious mind so most actions that we try to implement or we try to on the mindset we're trying to set above the surface like the conscious like let's do it let's do it but subconsciously there's a battle right there's a there's a uh indifference between what you're trying to do and what you're actually doing so there's a challenge and then unconscious and like the unconscious those are the things you're not even aware of what's going on but we can work at the sub and the way we find the subconscious we got to reverse engineer our self-talk to find out our philosophy and then we have to match our philosophy to something that happened so that we can see oh where did this root come from when did i when did i come to this conclusion we come to conclusions about things based on limiting viewpoints or limiting information you give somebody a word they will make you a sentence. You give them two sentences, they'll give you a whole paragraph. You give them a paragraph and they got you a whole book. That's because we often come to conclusion. What is the conclusion that you came up to about yourself and your life that is repeating in your life? We all want examples because without an example, we don't really know what the hell I'm talking about. So let's say, what is a subconscious script that I've had in my life? Um, for a while when I was doing this, I had to like prove my value. So I always thought, well, when I get there, I'll be good enough. I'll be valuable, right? So I had a subconscious script that I'm not there yet. Isn't it literally impossible to help somebody or do what I'm doing if you don't think you're there? Isn't it literally conflicting, right? It is a conflict. That's what they call internal conflicts because there is a battle between the subconscious and the conscious mind. So even though I'm like, yo, let's build this, let's do this, let's host the workshops and let's help people. There was a, there's a battle, there's a indifference between what I consciously want to do and what I subconsciously believe. So you might say, I'm going to do great things, but subconsciously you think you suck. There's a battle, hence a disassociation hence what's giving the results. So we wanna analyze to see that. I'm gonna do something on the scripts, right? And when I do, you'll know about it. You'll see it, we'll have another podcast on that. So we got the, the battles. I have a way where you write down your scripts and then you reverse your scripts to positive affirmations so you don't have to live by those scripts anymore, all right? The next one is the implementation intention. Right. In building new habits, we don't want to just say, I'm going to do it. We don't just want to have the intent, but we want to have the specific implementation strategy. 
So you're going to specify when and where you're going to apply the habits and you're going to associate locations. You're going to associate uh, places and environments with your habits in order to build new habits. So that's implementation intention. Like I said, this is a full workshop. I'm just going to go through it. So what is an implementation intention that you can set? You can say when I you can set an implementation extension of a, like a great morning routine. When I wake up at 5 a.m., I'm going to be in the bathroom, take a cold shower, and I'm going to chant while I'm in the bathroom. Then when I get out the bathroom, this is what's going to happen. This is where it's going to happen. And this, you know what I mean? Literally write down almost like a paragraph of what it would look like. So, and in where, and like literally attach things like to the places that you're going to do those things. All right. So that will help. These are all different strategies you can try. So if you're looking to do that, that's a good way. So you have to design your environment for success. So associate specific locations for specific tasks. And another thing is the same environment that created a destructive habit won't help you build constructive ones. So which means our brains associate locations with actions. So if you've acted a certain way in a certain location, we have to change the location to change the action. Now you might say, I acted in myself this certain way. Then you have to change your internal state, which is also a location to change an action. So it's all about environments. Environments are not just the physical place, but an environment is the ecosystem. So an ecosystem consists, organisms consist environmental things. So an ecosystem is actually your circle. So your environment of your habits is also based on the people that you're hanging out with and their routine. Routines bleed into other routines. So I've had multiple friends that I've hanged out with and other people where their routine became my routine. And I always find myself frustrated when that happens because although I like to play the team, I always like my individuality and keeping my own routine. So you don't want to lose yourself in the community and then forget your routine. So look at your environment. That's your external environment, like your physical environment. That's your internal environment, like your internal state. And then that's also your social circle, which is all the people that's around you. All of these things have habits that stuck to them. That could be whatever drinking, whatever habits you have are stuck to the places and the people that you're with, right? How do you improve your internal environment by changing your external environment? Okay, if it's a messy external environment, you're gonna have a messy internal one. So sometimes you have to, most of the time you gotta clean up and organize your place to have a peaceful internal environment. So if you add plants to your external environment, you can add peace into your internal environment. There are the Frank Shui principles, Feng Shui. You can check that out, watch some YouTube videos, check out the chart. I'm not an expert at it, but I can tell you a few shifts in your environment can make a few shifts in your mental 
environment. So start with that. What are some other things you can do to have a solid internal, external, and social environment? You want to assess the people and things in the environment, decide if they belong, and build a new community that supports new habits. I don't know if you've been in a uh, group me chat with conscious, health conscious people, uh, professional friends, whoever aligns with your interests, but those really help in helping you make a new lifestyle shift. To change the lifestyle, change the style of your life by changing the wardrobe and also the people you're going out to party with. So a lot of times we gotta change what's in our closets by getting rid of the skeletons and making space for new clothes. Sometimes you gotta donate your old clothes to get new clothes. So that's what we gotta do. We gotta learn when to let go and when to get new things. So those are designing your environment for success. So you can also place obvious cues in your room, your office, your car, whatever environment. Become creative. Become creative and serve as a as a teacher that constantly reminds you to be a better student. And you can have posters, quotes. I said all of that in a previous podcast. There's multiple ways to do it, but it's up to you to choose how you're going to do it. Okay, so that's a way to start. Once again, this is how to build constructive habits. And I appreciate you all for watching. Uh, my name is Edward Jazz, aka The Holistic Motivator. I have this every day. For Monday through Friday, 10 a.m., all right? So, now you said, okay, those are some cool things. How do I start? Okay, we want to start with the small habits so we can build confidence. We want to start by doing the small things that will yield big results if done over time. Small steps accumulated over time turns out to be the entire journey. So, what are the small habits you can do to build confidence? One small habit is posture. If you learn on just working on your posture each day, like being conscious, remember when I said, you gotta become the overseer, become the overseer of your stature, and then consciously fix that stature. That's a small habit. Focusing on waking up the time you said you're gonna wake up, to some people it seems like it's a big habit. Okay, so if waking up is like a big change for you because it's been a mountain, Maybe let's try starting with going to sleep on time. So I found out that I didn't have trouble waking up at five. I had trouble being, I had trouble like organizing myself to go to sleep at nine. So I want to hear that one. I didn't have the issue of waking up early. I had the issue of going to sleep late. So sometimes we have to do the complete opposite of what we're trying to do in order to get there. What I mean by that is, instead of trying to wake up on time, try to go to sleep on time, don't try it, but do go to sleep on time, then you automatically see yourself getting in that new routine. So those small habits are gonna build confidence, and the more confidence you build, the more you'll be empowered to keep building on that, right? So we wanna confide in our ability to perform, hence confidence. Confide in your ability to perform to build self-confidence and self-trust and self-dependability. The less you depend on yourself, the more you feel like you can't depend on yourself, the more you let yourself down. Mindset is everything, Melanin Rich Nay said on YouTube, that's 100% true. 
because the way you set your mind is going to set the direction of your life. So if you set your mind right, you set the GPS of your life towards the right destination. So we have to finally turn the corner and we have to stick to the new habit because all the habits that we stick to are sticking on us. What I mean by that is you are literally a magnet of your frequency, a magnet of the way that you're going about your life. So whatever you're literally putting out, if you're putting out unorganized thoughts, you're going to receive unorganized actions. If you're putting out unorganized routines, you're going to get unorganized to no results. So we got to finally turn the corner and we got to stick with the new habit so that it can stick on us because we don't necessarily have to do everything of our conscious mind. We just have to spend a little bit of conscious time building the habits that will build everything. A lot of things I do now, I don't have to think about it too much because I built the habits. So I've diminished the amount of time it takes for me to do it. Hence, it looks very easy for me. Why? Sometimes you got to decide that the habits are not going to be a doing, but it's going to be a lifestyle. Don't think about what you're doing. Think about the person you're becoming because of what you're doing and be empowered to become and create the person you want rather than simply be the result, be the uh, the end result of something or someone you, you, you unconsciously created. Okay, so whatever is going on with your life right now is because you unconsciously created or yielded these results into your life. But if you consciously choose to do something different, you will see a new result. It's everything seems very simple and basic because it is. It's not complicated. You're not a complication to life, but you simplify life. Wisdom is not in making easy things hard. Wisdom is in making hard things easy. And to make hard things easy, you have to start to be easier on yourself and easier on bashing yourself. Don't like like the guilt, like I'm telling you this, scientifically, guilt yields the same reward portions of your brain it activates the same portions of your brain as doing the actual thing. So guilt itself is like an action because it allows you to feel like you did something, but you didn't do anything. So if you feel guilty about not doing something, it's almost like doing it because your brain doesn't necessarily know the difference. So we want to get out of guilt and into action with self-forgiveness. Then from there, we can say, okay, I'm going to act now. You know what I mean? But the more we feel guilty and we bash ourselves, the less we're able to act. All right? So that's the message, and I'm sticking to it. Remember, the habits you build are also building you. So don't focus on destroying your habits, but focus on building them. You got to become a builder and not a destroyer. Don't take the big metal ball of passion and try to break down every negative thing in your life but take the rod of compassion and start building the foundation of prosperity so you can build up the building of the human spirit so you can reach up to the heavens and touch and see god himself
because you've achieved your entire potential and you didn't stay on the ground when you fell down you got back up and you climbed the ladder all the way up all the way up i'm all the way up that's my message and i'm sticking to it the holistic motivator i want you to go like that page now the holistic motivator is on facebook instagram and youtube twitter the holistic motivator you got to go like it i don't have a lot of followers or subscribers but i would like to i think this is going to be useful stuff for a lot of people and if you think so too i need your support a like a share a comment always helps that's my message and i'm sticking to it remember you have the unlimited power in you to construct the person that you want to be but first you got to start with the belief and then set your mind and then that mindset would set the direction of your life but first you got to believe it to achieve it and until you do that the world will forever miss all your talents all your gifts and all the great things that you have to offer that's my message and i'm sticking to it <laughs>